0: Hi, I'm Dr. John Young, medical doctor here at Foundational Health Center in Largo, Florida.
1: Hi, I'm Alex, I'm a nurse practitioner.
0: And we've been working together for 40, 50 years, for a long time. <laughs> yeah. And uh, our practice is more alternative, you might say, but it's more getting to the root of a problem. Uh, not just giving out a lot of pills and trying to you know, stop your complaints, but getting to the root of a problem. And I'll tell you this, it really, if you don't deal with diet, in my training, diet, we didn't do much. But one of the things we always do is we ask people, what do you have for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? And diet is extremely important. And, you know, I want your thoughts on this, but people always come in and say, John, I eat really, really healthy. Yes. Uh, like for breakfast, I'll have, uh, steel, organic ground oat. Right. Oatmeal.
1: Yeah.
0: I'll have one range-free egg. Oh,
1: wow. Okay.
0: For lunch, I'll have dolphin-free tuna on organic lettuce. Yes. Yeah. And for dinner, I'll have, uh, some range-free chicken and some organic asparagus. And maybe for dessert, I'll have a piece of dark chocolate.
1: Oh, wow. That's, yeah. That yeah. sounds like a great diet.
0: Well, then, then what am I supposed to say when they tell me they have diabetes? Yes. And they have a belly that's out to here.
1: Yes. Then you know something's off and something's wrong. And that's, that's where the, the question comes in. A lot of times we have the patients that have diabetes and have those problems and or hypertension and they say, well, but what am I supposed to eat? What am I supposed to eat? I'm eating. But, but but the thing is, are you eating like that every day and is it, does it make a difference if it's organic or not? You know, that, that's also the question. And how much? Exactly. Does it make a difference?
0: So Alex and I order a, a couple of basic tests and one of them is a fasting insulin. Yeah. Not glucose. Insulin. Not A1C. But fasting insulin and the Center for Disease Control has said doctors need to order that test for the last 20 years. It tells you really about where you're going to go with hypertension and diabetes 10 years before it ever happens to you. And so when we have this typical patient, which I just talked about, um, and in our practice, they tell us this. But I'm looking at them and I see this little belly. Right. And I see, oh, you start some blood pressure medicine. Right. And so, I will get the insulin level back, and it may be 10 or 11. Is that high? On the charts, it says it's normal. Right. They think anything up to 20 is normal. But for our practice, we want it 4 or 5. Right. Because we're dealing with disease. And so... When they have high insulin levels, what do you do for the patient?
1: And that's, that's the major test. That's huge. I mean, that's gigantic. Because we can have the conversation about what you eat, like you said, but then you see the test, and you're like, uh-uh, now something's off. Something's way off because your insulin should not be 20 and you're eating organic and clean. So that's when we sit down and we go into the nitty-gritty, exactly what you're eating, what you're drinking, and then you know people kind of remember things a little bit better once we get the test back. But I do get the question, though. I always get this question lately. I mean, would it be better, Alex, if if I just go on a plant-based diet because it's more natural and then my insulin is going to go down? Is that better? It's better for you. They tell you it's better for your heart. Is that better?
0: You know, one of the things that I've learned over the years is this. Everybody, we think that someone reads, I'm going to be a vegetarian or a paleo, and you know, I found out it's just so individualized.
1: True.
0: My neighbor and their family are vegetarians, and they are worth billions of dollars, and everything's perfect and no health problems. And then I tried to go that way, and I came up with scurvy or whatever. Yep. Um, you deal a lot with this. Yes. Um, yes. Tell us some of this.
1: So my thoughts are exactly what you're saying. That's why we practice medicine. You know, we're not, we're not in the business of doing uh, theoretical thinking. We are in the business of practicing with individual patients on a daily basis. So we, we take each patient individually. So we address the diet question, should I go on a keto diet, should I go on a plant-based diet, should I go on whatever diet, on an individual basis depending on their needs. So, but the only thing that I, um, I, I have seen, because we do a lot of genetic testing, and one of the things that I've seen is that the patients that um, go on a plant-based diet only with no animal protein whatsoever, or they ask me if they should do that, in order for me to be ethical, uh, the way I answer that question, I'd say, I don't know, I would like to see your, your genetic profile, because what happens is that some people have certain genetic mutations that they cannot convert certain nutrients to the optimal nutrient that they need for their eyes, for their brain, um, for their bones. So so I'll give you an example. Uh, There's a a mutation that some people have that they cannot convert from beta-carotene to vitamin A. So meaning those people, if they go on a plant-based diet and just have, they just eat carrots, they won't make vitamin A, retinol, they won't make it but that's essential. Vitamin A is so, so, so important. It's important for your brain, for your immune system, for your eye health. So if, you, if that person that has several mutations on that pathway, if they don't supplement with vitamin A, they run the risk of sometimes going blind. So it's, it, it can be tricky. Now vitamin A, it's, 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 it's one of the vitamins that not a lot of people recommend not not a lot of doctors will recommend that but a common very common one is b12 and some patients on a plant-based diet they won't be able to have an optimal level of vitamin a vitamin b12 so so what i tell patients is that i know if i know your genetic profile and i know that you won't be able to convert vitamin a vitamin b12 vitamin d3 so then I will tell you, okay, you can go plant based, and I will monitor for you those levels so you don't become deficient. Because what happens is that it can start having neurological problems. Your cholesterol will be great on a plant based diet, but you don't want to have neurological issues.
0: You'll feel terrible. You'll feel <laughs>
1: terrible, basically. So you kind of have, you need a doctor, or somebody to help you navigate through all these different diets that we have it today.
0: And that's why I think. Just because your neighbor does well on something doesn't mean you're going to do well.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Now, on let's say it's a, a normal person, all okay. right, and a little bit of a belly. And um, what do you do if they're saying, "All right, I'm pre-diabetic, mm-hmm. I've got high blood pressure, yeah. uh, got a little belly, yeah. um, and I do like my meats and I eat some vegetables, mm-hmm. um, but." I mean, you know, if I have an egg in the morning, I have a little bit of tuna fish on my salad at lunch, yeah. and at dinner, I have, you know, four ounces of salmon, but, and I'm trying to eat healthy, but why did I end up with diabetes and hypertension?
1: Right. So, and I think I know where you're going with this, because this is what I would recommend. My next step would be to go on a fast. You know, I do feel like it is a thing now everyone's talking about should I do you know, a 16-hour fast, a 24-hour fast. I think sometimes because what happens is weight and, and glucose is cumulative. So over time, as you keep eating the same way, you end up like 10 years is, you know, is how long we kind of wait and just see what happens. And then you're like, just wait, 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 and then you're diabetic. So, 10 years is the time frame. So, it's cumulative. So, I always say, if you want to kind of hurry up and get it done, you know, um, eating less, you know, going on a fast. I think that's, that's. then again, with the, the help of a healthcare professional, because you don't know if you're going to be low in electrolytes and things like that. I feel like you do have to have some help to navigate through that. But I think that's that's one thing that I would do. What would you do?
0: Well, I think, listen, when I talk about fasting, it's very interesting. My wife got really upset with me. Oh. She
1: says
0: John, listen, the people are not going to want to fast, Yeah. and you just need to let it go.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I started talking to my patients, and lo and behold, two to three patients every single day said, I want to fast, mm-hmm. and so I put them on a fast, and I like the <coughs> water fast.
1: The water fast, yeah.
0: And uh, we have a little pamphlet that has tricks of the trade to help you get through some of those tougher times when right. you're fasting. But 98% of them came back so happy. My diabetes is gone. My blood pressure, I'm off all the medicines. Because when you fast, you reset the body system. Okay. Now, I did have a guy Mm -hmm. that he fasted for two weeks. Wow. And he told me, you know, man, I got down, the belly was gone, feeling great. And then I said, but I'm looking at you now and... You're yeah. actually wearing bigger clothes. Well, you know, I, I fasted, and then I just went back to eating like I always do. Yeah,
1: that can happen.
0: And, and the thing that we want to say is this, that whether you fast or not, one of the things that we've really pushed in our practice is, if you look at the textbooks of physiology, you need one gram of protein for every 2.2 pounds of body weight. Yep. And so, when I get these 200-pound guys, and they're living off oatmeal and toast, and then for lunch, just grab a hamburger, and for dinner, maybe have an eight-ounce steak and vegetables, Mm -hmm. and then an ice cream snack later on, they aren't getting the protein.
1: They're not getting the protein.
0: And and a quick rule of thumb is this. Take your weight, divide by 2.2, and that's about how many grams of protein you need a day. I never go over 100 grams of protein a day with any of my patients. If you weigh 500 pounds, I'd say 100 grams. And then one egg is 8 grams of protein. Yep. Uh, 4 ounces of fish, chicken, beef, pork, whatever, is 15 grams. So 8 ounces is 30 grams. And that's the most you can absorb at one time. Eating a 48-ounce steak, you can only absorb... 30 grams of protein.
1: And the interesting thing about that is that those foods will not raise your insulin. Correct. But if I have oatmeal, then you're going to have a rise in insulin. And higher your insulin goes and stays, that's when you hold on to fat. So basically, the insulin hormone just keeps putting fat away in your belly, and it keeps you hungry. So, so the, the benefit of eating the protein or doing the fast is that you always keep your insulin levels low so you're not overeating and you're also giving nutrition to your muscles because protein is how you build your DNA.
0: Right. And your immune system is made out of protein. Right. So when insulin goes up, you know you're taking in too many carbohydrates and a little trigger the trade is four carbs equal one teaspoon of sugar. Okay. As someone brought me in some organic yogurt, all oh, natural, you know, yeah. it, and it had in that little four ounces thirty five carbs. That's a lot. Let's see, that's about nine teaspoons of sugar in that little container. It's a
1: lot of sugar. So,
0: you know, we have our patients make sure that they get enough protein when they go back to eating normally and they're not fasting, whatever. Right. So that they can make their immune system. Right. They keep the insulin low. Yeah. When people tell me they get these hypoglycemic episodes, it's really because they have high insulin. They really lose that their control. That was
1: going to be my next question because I do have a patient that her blood work showed up with a blood sugar glucose, fasting glucose of 60. And she was telling me how she has these blood sugar spells where it goes so low and she needs to drink some orange juice and do something to and she's never been able to fix that like how do you fix that
0: then that's where i would give them more protein yeah and because you reset an insulin receptor with protein
1: okay yeah
0: you know it's not there's no pill out there right
1: yeah for low it's, blood sugar right
0: yeah so so there's no pill to reset insulin
1: the And another question that I always get a lot is, if, uh, patients ask me, so what is the diet that you advocate? You know, what is the diet that I should do or your patients should do? I don't know how you answer that question, but I always say, it depends. Well,
0: <laughs> Everyone's different. Mean, I was going to say that also. <laughs> yes, it, it doesn't. It? I, I tell people, if they're going to go vegetarian. Yeah. Uh, I think that vegetarian diets are usually low in lysine and methionine. Oh yeah, so I
1: I'll that. have
0: them supplement with maybe a thousand milligrams of lysine and five hundred milligrams of methionine. Right. Um and then the other thing is I'm just saying, well, how do you do? Because they may not be really a vegetarian person because it's some genetic things. But for most of them I tell them just get the protein up. And when you do that, it covers a multitude of sins. You automatically reduce your carbohydrate intake. Mm -hmm. And uh, face it, we in America are heavily into carbs. And that's why we have the diabetes and hypertension. And that's why you see with the COVID, diabetes, hypertension, high insulin levels, they all show you that your immune system is not as strong as it could be. There are very strong risk factors for some of these diseases. I
1: think the CDC says that um, every, uh, in, in, the U, in the U.S., out of 10 people, 6 have chronic disease.
0: Right.
1: So it's, it's a very high, and when we talk about chronic disease, we really talking about what you just said, you know, obesity, diabetes, hypertension, all of those diseases, you, we can trace back to insulin, all of that. So if you have a hypertension... You should probably have your insulin tested because it. It, it, it's not the first reaction that most doctors will, will have, but that should be tested.
0: Go back to what the CDC said to for disease control. Check the fasting insulin. Yeah. Listen, I've enjoyed uh, talking about this. So, uh, I'm a little bit hungry. Yes. Yeah, right. uh, <laughs> we'll listen. have some protein. We'll have some more of these uh, videos coming out, but I hope you enjoyed it and we'll talk to you later.